Welcome back to It's Okay to Buy Another Book. I am your host, Angela Hilario, and in today's episode, we will be talking about my 2023 reading wrap-up, some highlights, some of my favorite books, some of my least favorite books, and my goals for 2024. So if you are still thinking about your reading goals for the year, maybe this episode will inspire you. And some books, I'll also be talking about some books that I am really excited to read in 2024, as well as a really, really fun announcement for those who've been following It's Okay to Buy Another Book for a while. Um, I'm really excited for this year for many reasons, and we'll get to all of that in this episode. First of all, Happy New Year. I hope that you had a really fun New Year's Eve, or if you just stayed at home and slept early, like that's a really fun night too. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think there's this meme that I saw that it was like, if she's excited about New Year's Eve, she's too young for you. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, that's kind of true. I feel like the older you get, the more you're just like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep now. (laughs) And I definitely felt that way on New Year's Eve. I did stay up past midnight with my family, but I quickly fell asleep afterwards because, you know, who has time to sleep past midnight? (laughs) Okay, so I am really curious as to what you're most looking forward to in 2024. So please go to my Instagram at it's okay to buy another book and chat with me over there. I am really excited to connect more in the new year with my fellow book lovers. So here it is, my year in books. Um, I do have a Goodreads account and I really, I mean, I can't switch to any other um, reading app. Like I just, I've been using Goodreads for like over, I would say it's been like 13 years now. So it's been a while and I just, I can't really wrap my brain around any other reading tracker. And I know Goodreads is owned by Amazon and then like all this stuff, but uh, I just, I just can't let go of Goodreads. Anyway, so my year in books. So I read 17 books in 2023 compared to other bookstagrammers or like people on BookTok. That seems very small because I see on BookTok people be reading like hundreds and hundreds of books in a year. And while I'm really happy for them, that didn't happen for me. (laughs) Um, A lot has happened in 2023 for me personally that reading was just, it it took too much to like wrap my head around. But I like, even though I've only read 17 books this year, that has been more than the books that I've read in previous years. Like, let's see for 2022. In 2022, I read four books, you guys, four books. And in 2021, I read two books. Like it's been, it's been a struggle. Like, it's not like I haven't been reading every day. Like I do read often. I just haven't finished (laughs) books over the years because um, my mind is all scatterbrained. Um, I have, I think the most I've read 
in a year. Let me go back to, can I see my past challenges? I think in 2019, I read like 35 books and that was like my best, my best year in reading. So that's that. I mean, even if you read one book this year or no books, if you didn't finish any books this year, don't be too hard on yourself. You know, at least you're reading. You know what I mean? Like, even though you haven't finished a book, if you read like a page of a book, that's still something because these days so many people do not read because there's just so many distractions out there and, you know, reading isn't something that people do a lot these days. Um, If you hear some like clinking sounds, that's me drinking my iced matcha. I love matcha. That is my caffeine of choice. I don't drink coffee. I make my own matcha, how I, what I thought about it. But I, I feel like this could be like its own episode, like my love-hate relationship with Stephen King. Like it's just some books, it's some books is a hit for me. Other books, it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and sorry for cursing. I should probably not curse anymore. But we'll see. That's a 2024 resolution. Okay, so that was the longest book. My average book length in 2023 was 357 pages. My most shelved book was Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. Least shelved was the Harley Quinn Poison Ivy graphic novel. My average rating for 2023 was 3.3, which does feel pretty accurate because I feel like this year, I mean, it was a great year of reading for me, but I just felt like most of the books that I've read were kind of mediocre, not really like hit after hit, you know, which is normal, I guess. I mean, if you read so many great books, one after the other then I guess you're doing something right. I still, like, I personally love to read anything in any genre. So I guess that means I am exposing myself to read books that are not, um, that are not going to impress me, which is fine. The highest rated on Goodreads that I've read was a Harleen graphic novel. And it was 4.3 averaged. My first review of the year was The Kind Worth Killing by Peter Swanson. Amazing book. Yeah, let me go through what is my least favorite book of 2023 that I've read. Probably, ooh, this is going to be a hard one because there's there's a couple of them that I did not like. Ooh, this is going to be hard. Okay, which one am I going to choose? I I am torn between two of them. But I guess I would say my least favorite book was The Maidens by Alex Michalides. And I think if you followed me on Instagram, you know why I hated this book. I thought it was really frustrating because I had high expectations for this book. I did read The Silent Patient and I didn't love The Silent Patient, but I was entertained by The Silent Patient. With The Maidens, it seemed just up my alley. It's like dark academia, Greek mythology, the cover. I love the cover of The Maidens. It was about a, it was following a protagonist that is a psychologist. And you know, I love psychology. I study psychology. 
I am a therapist, but not I'm I'm a behavior therapist. Um, so I like this was I was I had so I had such a high expectation for this book and it really, really disappointed me. I thought the characters were really stupid. Like not like they were created in a stupid way, but they just acted so stupid. And it wasn't it didn't fit the character because the characters were supposed to be smart they were professors they were psychologists and it was just super dumb and I knew the twist probably I would say a third into the book it did not shock me it I was just like wow that was this is dumb so I don't think I will be picking up any more um Alex Michelady's books for a while unless I hear something really 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 great about his next book but he does have a new book coming out this year I think it came out already because it was part of my book of the month options of course I did not pick it but um if I hear good things about it I might borrow it from the library and read it but yeah, I'm no, that's not for me. This the other book that I was debating on saying that wasn't my favorite book. Oh, there's actually three of them. Wow, I did not read good books this year. Okay, so the other book that I was thinking of was Zone One by Colson Whitehead. Um, I started reading this during the start of the pandemic because someone had recommended it to me. Um, and I was, I did like the writing style. I think Colson Whitehead is a very smart, um, you know, talented, skillful writer, but that's all that it offered. And if this were a book about, you know, just a slice of life, someone living their life, <laughs> then I probably would have let it slide a bit more. But this is literally about a zombie apocalypse and it could not bore me even more. You know what I mean? Like, how can you write about something that's very like in history when we see this topic in media? It's kind of like, you know, adventure, thrilling kind of thing. I'm not saying that all zombie apocalypse media are interesting but I don't know I was just I was just not feeling this book it was not for me it was very superficial because all it had was smart writing and that's it will I pick up another Colson Whitehead book probably because like I said he is a very talented writer as you know but maybe this wasn't the plot for him which is fine so I might pick up another of his books We'll see. The other book that I forgot to mention that I did not like was a Stephen King book. It's a short story collection. Everything's eventual. I did like the title story, Everything's Eventual. I did enjoy that story, but everything else was forgettable for me. I I honestly, sometimes I just don't understand Stephen King. Like, I just don't understand what he's saying. <laughs> Maybe that's just me because I'm not as smart as everyone else. But I don't know. Like, I just I just don't understand him. <laughs> I just, I'm just like, what is this man talking about? Like, something about his writing style just made me, like, it's just, it just doesn't, 
it just doesn't vibe with me that I don't get it. So those are my least favorite books. Everything else was kind of mediocre for me. Um, oh, I also did not like Lunar Love by Lauren Kung Jensen. Um, usually for romance, like I, I adjust my expectations for the genre. Like usually for romance books, like I know the tropes and, you know, I'm I'm just there to be swooned. <laughs> I'm not there to like, you know, I'm not judging romance books against classic books, you know, like you have to adjust your expectations towards the genre. And I think everyone will be happy all the same. And even with Lunar Love, I just wasn't feeling it either. I thought the characters were very cardboard and it was very, the main woman was just very annoying to me. Like it, you really get hit over the head with, you know, are we compatible? Are we not compatible? I'm like, girl, does it even matter? <laughs> like, can we just let it slide? Um, I did not like Lunar Love very much. And I do enjoy romance books. Like, I will, to this, to the end of my life, maybe I will still rave about the love hypothesis. I love, love the love hypothesis. I literally read that in like a day because it was just so good. But with Lunar Love, I just wasn't feeling it. Um... But I, I wouldn't say that it's like my least favorite book of 2023. It's just something that I did not enjoy. Everything else I pretty much enjoyed. Uh, let's talk more about my most favorite book. And I think you can guess which one it is because I made an episode dedicated to it. And it was Evil Eye by Etaf Rum. I gave this five stars. I marked it as one of my new favorites on my favorite shelf. And I never add books to my favorite shelf. It has to be like a book that I'm like, I want to be buried <laughs> with this book. And yeah, I just, oops, sorry. I took like a matcha. Let me just take a matcha break one second. Matcha is so good, guys. Anyways, um, what was I saying? Evil Eye is just so, so good. Um, you can check out my light, my left, <laughs> What is the accent that I'm doing? You can check out my latest episode, Evil Eye. I think it's episode six um, where I talk more about it. But yeah, that is definitely my favorite book of 2023. The next book that I would say I really, really enjoyed was The Kind Worth Killing by Peter Swanson. I love Peter Swanson. I think he is one of my favorite thriller writers. Um... I, I mean, thriller is a genre that I just, I, I devour. <laughs> and, you know, if I read a lot of thriller books, and if you can still shock me, then you are a genius. And Peter Swanson is a genius. Um, I just, and I also love his writing style. I think I love just learning about what a character is doing, how they spend their day, and then you're just following them and you get to know who they are. And then you're kind of like, should I trust this person? Should I not? And the kind worth killing, even though the characters are not morally right, they are still very interesting. And you will just kind of love them <laughs> in a morbid kind of way. There is a sequel. I believe it's called The Kind Worth Saving. And I've been... 
going to back and forth to my bookstore looking for the book and they never have it but i think in february they're gonna come out with the paperback version so i'm definitely going to pick that up i'm really excited i just i want to read all of peter swanson's books i haven't read all of them yet the first one i read was before she knew him which i loved um i read a perfect murders which i liked but i couldn't really get into because with that book, it mentions other mysteries and other thrillers. And I guess you're supposed to have read all these books in order to really get the mystery. Um, it's not necessary, but I think I would have enjoyed it more if I had read the books that were referenced in the, in the story. So I didn't really, really like that, but I still enjoyed it. Um, and then I read this, and I think he has another one called Nine Lives. And I believe that's, I think that's the only one that I have not read. Let's do a Google search, shall we? Nine Worth Killing, Eight Perfect Murders, The Kind Worth Saving, Nine Lives, The Christmas Guest. I have not heard about The Christmas Guest. Is this a Christmas book that I should have read during Christmas time? And Her Every Fear. Okay, so there seems to be three, four books, including The Kind Word Saving, that I have not read yet, which is great because now I have something to look forward to. Okay, so The Christmas Guest is a novella. If you don't know, a novella is just a shorter novel. So let me read the blurb. Swanson pens a spectacularly spine-chilling novella in which an American art student in London is invited to join a classmate for the holidays at Starvewood Hall, her family's Cotswold Manor house. But behind the holly and pine boughs, trees are about to unravel, revealing the seemingly charming English village, village's grim, grim, <laughs> I apologize for my accent grim history oh my god this would have been such a good book to read during christmas time definitely putting this on my to be read pile it just seems like such a cozy thriller novel um i'm definitely gonna read that in the winter next winter this winter and then nine lives i have not read this one yet so let's see Oh, there's so many books that he wrote. Wow. <laughs> I have not read a lot. I thought I've read the majority of his books, but this is great because we are, we have stuff to look forward to. So Nine Lives, let me read you the blurb. Nine strangers receive a list with their names on it in the mail. Nothing else, just a list of names on a single sheet of paper. None of the nine people know or have ever met the others on the list. They dismiss it as junk mail, a fluke, until very, very bad things begin happening to people on the list. Interesting. I will definitely read it. He also wrote a book called Every Vow You Break. Abigail Baskin never thought she'd fall in love with a millionaire until she met Bruce Lamb. He's a good guy, stable, level-headed, level and kind but right before the wedding abigail has a drunken one-night stand on her bachelorette weekend 
She puts the incident and the sexy guy who wouldn't give her his real name out of her mind and not believe she wants to be with Bruce for the rest of her life. Then the mysterious stranger suddenly appears and Abigail's future life and happiness are turned upside down. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Definitely going to read it, of course. Eight Perfect Murders I read. Before She Knew Him I read. All the Beautiful Lies. Girl, there's so many books I did not know that these books existed. Harry Ackerson has always considered his stepmother Alice to be sexy and beautiful in an otherworldly way. She has always been kind and attentive, if a little aloof in the last past years. Okay, we don't know about this book. And then apparently he falls in love with another woman and mesmerized by these two women, Harry finds himself falling deeper under their spell, yet the closer he gets to them, the more isolated he feels disoriented by a growing fear that both women are hiding dangerous, even deadly secrets, and that neither one is telling the truth. Interesting, interesting. Her every fear. Sorry, I, like, if you don't care about Peter Swanson and you're hearing me talk about the blurbs, I mean, I just love Peter Swanson, okay? This is a Peter Swanson stan account. Her every fear. Let's see. There's a girl who's neurotic. And then she arrives. This is a long blurb. This is a long blurb. Um, definitely going to read that one still. And then the girl with a clock for a heart. I did hear good things about the girl with a clock for a heart. Um, I'm definitely going to read that. So... Yes, back to back to 2023 reading wrap up. I love The Kind Worth Killing. I gave that five stars. Um, other books that I've enjoyed, Fault Lines by Emily Otami. I made an episode about that. I did enjoy, I think I read three graphic novels this year. And I did enjoy all three. I read Harleen and Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy in the, in the first Darth Vader trade. Um, if you don't care about those characters, then, you know, skip over this part. But I really enjoyed those books. I, I personally collect comic books and um, graphic novels. And I really enjoy um, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Darth Vader, any Star Wars comic I will devour. Um, moving on. Some of the mediocre books I read this year, honestly, I was kind of disappointed in Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. I just, like, throughout the years, I've just been hearing so many great things about this book. And it just did not, it did not, it did not. It just, what can I say? I did not like the portrayal of the two women. Rebecca and Mrs. the new Mrs. DeWinter, who does not have a name. I think it's very Madonna whore kind of thing where Rebecca, who is really independent and really strong-willed, is kind of marked as the bad guy. And you're kind of made to believe that she deserved to die. Like, that's, that was the impression that I had just because she was, like, kind of slutty. <laughs> and then the Mrs. DeWinter was very, like, 
oh, like I love my husband and I'll do anything for my husband and my husband, my husband, my husband. And then she's like, you know, she lives happily ever after. And I just, I did not, I was not vibing with that. Um, the writing was very nice. I did enjoy the writing style for a classic book. It was very accessible and easy to understand. And I did like the gothic atmosphere of it. And I did like, I forgot her name, but the the um, the housekeeper, the woman who was like really creepy. I also found her very creepy. I thought that was very well done. I just, it wasn't my vibe. It was not, I, I was expecting that to be one of my favorite books, but it did not. I also enjoyed Lost Stars by Claudia Gray, which was a Star Wars book. I enjoyed um, The Woman in Me, the Britney Spears memoir, The Lady's Guide to Celestial Mechanics. I did not like it as much as I thought I would. Like in the beginning, it was very good because the romance was kind of slow burn and kind of building up but then I just it just escalated very quickly and then the second half of the book I don't really think was like a romance it was more like you know um uh women's place in science which is great to read of course but I don't know I just wanted more romance for a historical romance book um the idea of you by Robin Lee I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun to read. At times very cringy, but you know, it is what it is and I will be watching the movie. And The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley, I liked it. I liked it more than The Guest List. I don't know if I will be picking up any more Lucy Foley books or at least I would just probably borrow them from the library. Um, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be because I'm not really much of a multiple point of view type of person, but it was easy to follow. Okay, so we're just going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I will be talking about my goals for 2024, my reading bookish goals for 2024. So my goals for 2024, my bookish goals, number one, I will set my Goodreads reading tracker to be um, 44 books in a year. Four is my lucky number, so I think 44 books will be good, but in actuality, I really want to stick with reading two books a week, sticking with um, reading a book on my Kindle and reading a physical book and keeping that like two a week. I think if I set my goal too high, I'm not going to reach it. I think setting my Goodreads reading challenge to 44 and then trying to read two books a week I think it's it's a healthy balance, you know, it's it's not too much. And on paper, if I reach 44 books, that's still the most books that I've read in a year ever. Um, not counting like when I was a child, I think and as a child, I read, well, I don't know. <laughs> I wish I kept track, but I think 
I definitely did not read 100 books a year because I, I remember keeping a notebook that was like 100 books a year and I was going to write it and I did not. I think I didn't even make it past 20. <laughs> but, you know, we we still live. So I think 44 books on paper would be very doable for me. It won't be too intimidating for me to look at. Four is a very nice number. I love the number four. So we're going to keep it like that. But there are 52 weeks in 2024. So if I read two books uh, a week, that would be 104 books a year, which is very lovely. It's very lovely to see if I make it happen, but we'll see. I do. The reason why I keep it two books a week with one book on my Kindle and one book on my like physical copy is I think this is a good method to use if you have trouble like if you have ADHD like me or you know you just have trouble like sticking with the habit of reading because if you change your mediums well like one thing good about a Kindle or any e-reader is you can read it under any lighting because the light adjusts like automatically adjusts to if you're reading in the dark or you're reading at night and it's also easy to carry around so if I'm like out and I have like a moment to like spare to read instead of like scrolling on my phone I'll just take out my Kindle and just read for a bit and I think that will help me um, and then switching it up, sometimes if you read solely on a Kindle or solely on a physical book, I think it's just, it gets kind of monotonous in a way. So I like to switch things up and have something physical. And I love physical books. I love the smell. I love holding the book. I love, you know, turning the pages. Um, so physical books will never die with me. But yeah, I think that's a good way. And if you're wondering... How do I decide what books to read on my Kindle and what book to read physically? I think it just happens organically. If I have the physical copy, then I'll read it. There are so many books that I own that I have not read. And it's very irritating and I want to get to them this year. Obviously, I'm not going to get to them this all in, in this year, but... It is a goal and it's okay if your books are, if you own a book for a while. I've read somewhere that if you've book, a book is like a wine, like, you know, you keep it for over a year and then you, you visit it when you are ready to, to read it. And I think that's totally fine. I do like to read like books that are like, it's, it's like an, like an either or for me, books that are really easy to read, like thrillers or romance or books that are really, really hard to read. Because with Kindle, you can look up words like definitions really easily. Um, you can highlight things and go back to it. I mean, and sometimes if a book is too heavy, like 112263, I read that on my Kindle. There's no way was I going to carry an 800, 900 book around with me but we'll yeah like whatever like I just I don't really think about it too much I just whatever is on my kindle sometimes if it's on sale there are a lot of great sales for kindle kindle books so it's a way for me to save money to just download it on my kindle and if I know that I don't want the book in my collection but I still want to read it I will put it on my kindle but sometimes I just like go to the library too. So 
there are other a lot of options a lot of options but basically point is that I want to read two books a week for the year of 2024 but if I reach 44 books I think that would be really great my second bookish goal is to read a book of the month book um, every month and sometimes I skip months because of like financial reasons like I just want to save money that month um, it's, I, mean, I mean it's not that expensive compared to if you're going to the bookstore and buying a hardcover um, you do save money with book of the month and if you want to try book of the month you can see my referral link in my Instagram bio and you can get your first month for five dollars and full disclosure if you use my referral link I will get a free book credit so that's like a win-win I guess <laughs> so yeah back to my goals um I would really love to read and order a book a month and read it in that month because I do have some book of the month books that I have not read yet that are like from years past because I've been a member of book of the month since like 2018 and so I do definitely have leftover books and I do want to get through those too so I've already ordered my book of the month pick and if you want to find out which one I picked you can check out my Instagram um what else so yeah second bookish goal is to order a book of the month book every month and read it within that month um i have never done that before <laughs> so it'll be interesting to try out new habits for 2024. next goal actually is to read more star wars books if you if you're not a fan of star wars i'm sorry this is not gonna interest you but in 2025 we're going to have star wars celebration in japan and i 100 percent plan to go the tickets have not been on sale yet but i am eagerly waiting for them to go on sale and i'm saving money for that and i yeah i just love star wars but i haven't really read too many star wars books i think when i was in middle school i attempted to read a revenge of the sith book but i didn't finish it because it was a library book and i think i read like half of it and then i had to return it um because you know in middle school i you're in school you're doing homework and all that stuff and I was just, I only read it because I was just obsessed with Hayden Christensen, like obsessed. Like if you were not Hayden Christensen, you could not talk to me. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I, this past year, I've read Lost Stars by Claudia Gray, which I really enjoyed. Um, I like, there, there's just so much media. I don't know how I feel about so much media because part of Star Wars in the past was because it was so scarce like we had a new movie like every three decades or so or something like that and now it's like every year there's like new star like I honestly I'm not complaining like I'll I'll eat it all up like I I've heard so many good things about the books and there's also the High Republic books which if you don't know these are like books that were not made into any like movie or tv show yet this is an era like in the 
rape <laughs> you if you don't listen if you don't watch star wars you're probably like what is this girl talking about but yeah basically i just want to read more star wars books i probably won't add the star wars books as part of my two books a week because i do want to reserve that for books that i have not read yet that i own so i probably would be reading three books a week or not every week but um the third book would be a star wars book because there are a lot of star wars books and i do plan on owning them besides um borrowing them from the library um but yeah that's my third bookish goal to read more star wars books and that includes you know graphic novels and young adult books and middle grade and the adult books i do hope like one day that i could like write a star wars book i think that would be so so fun so my next goal actually it's a really huge announcement for it's okay to buy another book every month i will be having a book club so every month i will be featuring a book and throughout the month we'll be talking about it and then at the end of the month i'll be interviewing the author of that book and i'm really excited for the january 2024 pick it's an amazing amazing book and um the author is super nice and i'm really excited so i will be announcing the book of the month picks on the fourth of every month yeah i guess that's something to look forward to um, and I hope you will join me. Everything will be happening over at It's Okay to Buy Another Book on Instagram. And I will be uploading more books to my TikTok. So if you have or have TikTok and you want to follow along, my username is It's Okay to Buy Another Book. Um, and we'll be talking more. And yeah, another goal of mine, I guess the fifth goal would be to just grow this community and, you know, really have an interaction with other people who love to read. And yeah, so I think that's all. So just to wrap up, my first goal is to read at least 44 books and two to three books a week. My second goal would be to read a book of the month pick every month. My third goal is to read more Star Wars books. And my fourth goal is to um launch and keep up with this book of book club that I have going on on it's okay to buy another book and my fifth goal is to grow this community so um someone has been texting me <laughs> and has been distracting and my phone is like at the other end of the room um anyways so and yeah and also to upload regularly regularly on this podcast so far it's been okay um that's it let me know your 2024 bookish goals i would love to hear them please follow the book club on instagram it's okay to buy another book and on tiktok it's okay to buy another book and um happy reading and i'll see you next week